Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. As Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there and welcome to Databank Brawl, the podcast where we learn about Star Wars characters, we discuss those characters, we share our feelings about those characters, and then make them fight. The characters, not our feelings, make them fight for our amusement and yours. I am your host, my name is Joseph Scrimshaw, with me as always is Ken Knapsack. Oh, you know, sir, as I always say, happy to be here because this is where I really really uncover my true feelings about Star Wars characters. <laughs> this is your Star Wars counseling. <laughs> making them fight. Learn about them. Making them fight. Uh, and we have a returning guest of Whiskey. It's uh, Whiskey hasn't been as present as it once was when we always recorded in the <laughs> evening. Uh, but there's a little surprise appearance of Good God, what is this we're drinking? Uh, this is a Tennessee Winter Jack. So Jack Daniels, <laughs> but it's a winter cider. It was limited oh. edition. I mean, I'm sure they bring it back every winter, but yeah. I found it at a random, I walked into a, a liquor store nearby, my dry cleaners, 
and was like, "What is? It? I thought it was the <laughs> I thought it was the Game of Thrones." Oh Johnny yeah. Walker. I was like, "What? Uh, what?" Is it? And he's like, ah, "It's a wintery Jack." Uh, so I'm, All right, we were you and I were attending uh, Jen Murrow's uh, winter uh, solstice party. Yeah. So I grabbed it and had a one sip. It was amazing, and then the rest of the party didn't get to have it. So I went back. <laughs> I went back. And I cleaned the guy out at the liquor store. At the liquor store next to the dry cleaner. I didn't rob. I purchased. <laughs> I know I've been watching, the, playing a lot of Red Dead, but I didn't rob him. Wiped him out. said, I will have all of it, sir. So we might be enjoying this for a while. All right. That's good. Well, this is really good. And it's, it's not just wintry. It does feel like summery and light. Yeah. Wipe it out. Crisp apple taste. Drink it all. And we will. It is delicious. Uh, go pause the episode, search some out, and join us if you're so inclined. <laughs> Uh, we got a little bit of business to do at the top of this episode. Uh, first, I want to say some stuff about Audible. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. You can get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash forcecenter. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Because this is databank Brawl, we're going to recommend something that's got a lot of fighting in it. I am reading Dark Disciple right now, and there are some brutal fights. So get that. Get Dark Disciple on us. Download your free audiobook today. Go to audibletrial.com slash forcecenter. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash forcecenter. Free audiobook. Also, Ken, mm-hmm. we want to talk about the animated databank brawl, right? Absolutely. It's so beautiful. Yeah, yeah. So Brian Ward, uh, I think many listeners will will know his work. He does a lot of work for the uh, movie trivia Schmodown. He has mm-hmm. done many fun uh, illustrations uh, for us, lots of great artwork. And he just went and said, "Hey, I, I'm I'm I got some time." <laughs> <laughs> like three years ago, yeah. And he just started animating a random episode. We didn't talk about it. He just picked it. It was just a a work of uh, of love from Brian, and that shows because it it's just great. It's really cool to see something that we created Mm -hmm. but then also brian made so much more of it so it's kind of for us getting to see our own work in a different light and getting to see something brand new at the same time well brian's one of the more creative folks i've ever worked with and and he's like you said the movie trivia showdown stuff did some work for screen junkies designing some of their stuff too and so a lot of the posters that he creates i mean no one's telling him you know, this yeah. isn't some pay to, you know, made the order type. Of thing. He's like, hey, what do you get? What do you think about this? And he's been working on this databank brawl uh, episode for a couple of years only because it was something he was doing in his spare time out of labor love. Uh, I'm sure, you know, you know, animation takes a while, but because um, a lot of people are saying, hey, do do this more regularly. We'd love to. Yeah, <laughs> we'd love to. <laughs> But that could be possible if, yeah, if you yeah, pop on over to our YouTube channel, give it some love, and get it to uh, get it to the top of the charts. Yeah, that's right. It's an earlier episode. Uh, Mike Black is uh, the guest. It is back in the, those beautiful days of processing the Force Awakens, and I picked out an episode to do since Mike is our toy guy of the the two kind of toy losers. Constable Zubio has become <laughs> famous, and yes. ultimately the other combatant, Gus Tours, is the true loser because people forget that he had a three and three quarter action figure that was also like why is this is a fascinating choice and this is the guy who fuels the x-wings okay yeah all right awesome uh so it's a great fight between uh those characters and uh yes we we want to make sure the reason we're spending as much time on this is as we are is we could maybe do more but we could only do more if it's really worth it we need to get those numbers up there on youtube we are very very lucky to have a, a good amount of regular listeners to databank brawl yeah 
unless it is just three people downloading the podcast <laughs> thousands of times and we're talking to three people, we've got a nice, healthy listenership for yeah. Databank Brawl. And it would be great to see the, the listeners of the podcast mm-hmm. certainly match the numbers yeah. on YouTube. So on if, YouTube. You're, if you're somebody who just normally listens to podcasts and you don't normally uh, go out there into the wilds of YouTube, it would really help us out if you go and uh, give this a quick watch. It's 12 minutes of quality Star Wars comedy entertainment. And it's really worth it because, you know, Databank Brawl's, you know, a very unique show that allows us to do things with our Star Wars fandom that other shows, including stuff in Force Center, where we're talking the news and the big themes. This allows us to get silly, which is part of the fun of Star Wars. But to see it actually play out... <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Brian Ward, kudos to you, sir. Yeah. Kudos to you. Priceless. All right. Thank you, uh, listeners, for going along with us on the plug adventure. Let's get into Databank Brawl. Pick some characters from the StarWars.com databank, and they're going to fight. Are you ready, Ken, for our first combatant? Sir, yes, sir. Our first combatant is Magna Guard. Ooh. Can't believe we haven't done the Magna Guard. Yeah. Here's what the StarWars.com databank has to say. These implacable droids guarded key Separatist leaders and proved tough opponents for the Jedi Knights, striking with their deadly electrostaffs. Magna Guards could keep fighting even after losing limbs or heads, and many bore the scars of previous battles. Ooh. Right? It's so great. Yes. Like, way back when we started this show, part of it was to really see what was said about these characters officially in databank and that's a great flavorful detail that these droids were valuable enough that they get chopped up a bit and they still get put out there in the field to fight again take a hit and keep on ticking it's a mere (laughs) flesh wound take a jive licking and keep on ticking yeah (laughs) so uh what does a wikipedia have there well, man, there's there's a lot. And hey, look, the Revenge of the Sith has been around for a few years. You're going to have some information even in canon. Holowan Mechanicals is their manufacturer. All Product right. line, as you know, is an IG series. So they are IG-100s. IG-88, what does he feel about this? We don't know. But uh, the class of battle droids. So average height, uh, i got to imagine it's pretty standard, actually. 1.95 meters. That is six foot four inches tall dark and handsome over here in the united (laughs) states um obviously pretty way pretty heavy 123 kilograms i don't have the i don't have that that what is that like two two (laughs) twenty six four two twenty not my area of expertise good linebacker in the nfl a fast moving one uh they say so this one gender they have masculine programming uh at least overall sensor color red Mm. armament this could be key and factor into our fight electro staff rps uh, Dash six rocket launcher and a precision laser dart. Ooh, a laser dart. So the electro staff gets all the headlines, but a precision laser dart. Yeah, not one of those shotgun laser no. darts. <laughs> I can imagine Dex say, oh, "This here's a precision <laughs> laser dart." Uh, nice. Yeah. And can you give me a good? Physical description because they're yes. kind of a fun looking droid. They are, and as I think we all should know, the behind the scenes design was originally this was possibly one of the grievous designs. Ooh. But Lucas liked it enough to keep it around as uh, Grievous's henchman, so to speak. So tall, like we said, imagine a well. I won't say it's like IG eighty eight. I actually think it reminds me a lot of Cylons. Oh, from Battlestar yeah, Galactica, yeah, yeah. The original version, red. 
dot right in the center there. Tall, lanky, uh, almost K2SO-like legs. Uh, the yeah. Shape, the hips, good hip bones. Oh, yeah. Um, those are not that it's their purpose, but burden yeah. droid yeah, hips. Burden droid hips. Uh, wide uh, shoulders, almost like shoulder blades, like shoulder pads, I should say. And yeah. a cape. We can't forget the cape off to the side. Very fashionable. And then the masks, the masks, their faces. That's what really reminds me most of the classic Cylons. It's yeah. got that kind of long uh, uh, vertical mouthpiece and the red eyes. It doesn't uh, go side to side like the Cylons. Womp, womp, womp. These are just burning red eyes. So a little Terminator. Yep, yep, little definitely. Little Terminator, little Cylons, little IG-88, all Magna Garden. Yeah, that long nose mouthpiece reminds me of like some of the more modern designs for different troopers, for the, your, mm. your range troopers, your shore troopers. Absolutely. Got some uh, relationship there. But I think the thing that fascinates me most about their appearance is the cape. The cape, man. Now, capes, we, un- we understand now in canon why Lando wears capes. We do. We can guess why Orson Krennic, he wants to feel special. Yep. He fought for that cape. He's uh, wearing his achievement. Mm-hmm. But Magna Guards. Is it for jumping, and does it help? Do they float? Is there a purpose? Maybe we will discover in our fight why the capes. Yeah. Uh, all right, so any quote for the Magna Guards? Uh, no quote related to them. Where did it go? Uh, I was looking at the meters. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, obsessing on the height. Yeah, they don't really talk much, right? So, yeah, I'm just, I'm just scanning down to make sure I'm not missing something. But, no, uh, the quote is related to Obi-Wan Kenobi, Gari, and Anakin Skywalker. Uh, a droid. What kind of droid? Gari says, droid. Big, scary one with low voice and red eyes. Obi-Wan. Red eyes? Could be a Magna Guard. Anakin Skywalker. There are a hundred droids with red eyes. Obi-Wan, but there aren't many droids that can kill a Jedi. Ooh, so deadly. Bright red eyes and a low voice. Scary, scary Magna Guard. How do you you feel about these characters? I love the Magna Guard. I love the Magna Guard. This is one of those things, man, about the prequels. Some of the designs, some of the fun things going on. Doug Chang and his team really... Really came up with some great designs for all the prequels, you know, uh, the new Naboo Starfighters, all that kind of stuff that I love. Magna Guards, man, I got to tell you, they they popped up in the trailer. Remember that shot? Yeah. The one that kind of walks up, I think it's now we know it would be on Utapah, but he walks up, it's got the cape, and it's, yeah, capes are powerful in Star Wars. Capes are cool. And that Electro Staff, and who they can fight Jedi. I was always intrigued by them right from the get-go, and it, it works for Grievous. Yeah. You know, he, he's he's a cyborg. He's mostly droid. He's going to be like, yeah, g- give me some good droids at my side. Yeah. And I like that they kept fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the, I loved him in Revenge of the Sith. I loved the first time I saw Revenge of the Sith of like, okay, we're heading toward the end of the war. We knew we knew things had escalated, and the Megan Guards seemed like this. Not only did they look cool, but an escalation where like, yeah, they're droids. Jedi will take them down eventually, but they are going to make the Jedi work for it. And I like, even Obi-Wan feels, seems like annoyed, like, Come on, really? <laughs> I cut, uh, all right, I'm going to cut you apart more and yeah. more and more. And that whirling electro staff, very, very yeah. cool. Very oh, cool. a great sound, great sound. Yeah, behind. yeah. So Magna Guards already, man, they, uh, they might be our favorite already going into this. <laughs> we will see. We'll see where our bias goes. Uh, so uh, I will reveal that uh, part of what I wanted to do with this episode is we do all sorts of things on Databank Brawl. We've had lots of uh, super absurd uh, episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm thinking one of the Steel Pecker Fought the eyeball <laughs> droid uh, from Jabba's door. We will do anything. We can make anything fight, but sometimes it is fun to have a fight of 
to actual competent fighters. Mm-hmm. So the Magna Guard will be uh, facing someone actually competent. Ooh. The next combatant is Kiati Mundi. Oh, no. Straight up big old Jedi. This is a big <laughs> fight. He's a big boy Jedi. This is a big fight. <laughs> Kiati Mundi. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that is interesting. What are we going to do here? Yeah, I, yeah. I don't have a favorite anymore. It's a push. Oh, no. All right, so well, Ki-Adi Mundi's up. Yeah, here. Let me read the uh, the databank, and then we'll get into it. Yeah. ki Mundi was a Syrian alien who sat on the Jedi Council. A very active first sentence. A humanoid being, uh, Ki's most distinguishing physical feature was an enlarged conical cranium <laughs> that contained a binary brain. When Jedi Master Qui-Gon Jinn reported a Sith attack during the event surrounding the Battle of Naboo, Kiati Mundi expressed shock at the notion. Impossible, he remarked. The Sith have been extinct for a millennium. He also failed to see how far Count Dooku had fallen from the Jedi ideals just prior to the Clone Wars, believing that Dooku was incapable of violence or murder. So, man, we can talk about the, the character for sure, but I love this databank entry that somebody went through and said... What are Kiati Mundi's actual lines? Mm-hmm. Oh, he's always wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna highlight that in his databank entry. Yeah, so he's the one who's always like, "Is that he's? You know what? They're painting him as the Jedi that is like the the dog in the fire, saying this is fine. <laughs> like, no, the Sith haven't returned. <laughs> no, Count Dooku couldn't have done this. That's that's <laughs> interesting. I mean, yeah." I, I never really thought of it in those terms. Much like, you know, we know Mace seems to always be right, but no one pays yeah, attention. Yeah, no, a little uh, too angry, maybe. Yeah, Kiati's just like, uh, but he's loved. He's loved, yeah. though. That's interesting. Absolutely. Is that okay. really a problem? Yeah, yeah it yeah. was, Kiati. It really, really was. Uh, so what does Wikipedia have? Wikipedia has a lot to say about Kiati Mundi, as they should. So uh, you had mentioned his home world, so Saria? Yeah, it says Syrian. he's a Syrian alien. Syrian. Okay, Syrian. Sometimes it matches the planet. Right, yeah. No, from Sy- Homeworld Syria. So okay, there you not, go. Not Syria, but... Syria. Syria. Okay, move on, Ken. Move <laughs> on, Ken. Uh, male, 1.98 meters. So that is six, uh, six feet, five inches. We, uh, I guess uh, tip to tip, I guess. There. Oh, he's feet. got like an inch on. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, hair color, white, which, yeah, I guess... I guess I, I, did he lose hair on top... Um, Do you ever have hair on oh, top of that, yeah, that cranium there? D- I, I think he does. Oh gosh, there's his Lego. All right, that's a that's a hell of a thing to see. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, and then uh, that's it. Kind of it for the stats. Uh, okay, he is there? Um, crawl, yeah, now I'm obsessed with the idea of seeing a young Kiati Mundi if, if he has like a flowing. You know, flowing mane of hair. Oh, I am seeing a photo from episode one in which he does have a visible uh, white ponytail. Okay. All right. Yes, it is on the Reddit thread, What Happened to Kiati Mundi's Head? (laughs) (laughs) Between episode two and three. So I guess it's episode two uh, where he does have the white uh, ponytail, and then he has a taller, thinner head in... Episode three, it appears. Well, look. So who Stress knows? Of the Clone Wars, man. Man, yeah, your two brains getting <laughs> tighter yeah. and tighter, smaller yeah. and smaller. All right, what else has Wikipedia got? Uh, that's uh, that's it in terms of uh, eye color light, skin color light. We got that there. Affiliations, we know. Uh, weapon, we just got his lightsaber. Obviously, no precision crafted darts for Kiati. Uh, the quote. All right, so this is interesting. It's interesting because I'm scrolling along. Sometimes they have other quotes. Yeah, they have other quotes. But the top, the leading quote 
is Admiral Yularen in Kieti Mundi talking before the second campaign of Geonosis, mm. the second battle of Geonosis. Good luck, General. There is no such thing as luck. All right, Kieti. You seem like a <laughs> fun at party type of guy there, but no droid attack on the Wookiees. None of that stuff. That what we about would. the droid attack on them? Yeah, he's a political idealist, not a murderer. They have that, but it's way down, way down there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, so let's talk a little bit about his appearance because it's intriguing. He is, I think, one... He gets prominent lines in the mm-hmm. prequels right there in Phantom Menace, but he really grabbed people right yeah. from the get-go. Yeah. So uh, g- give us a little description. Ooh, well, um, nice calming, comforting face with a wizard-like beard. It oh, looks like yeah. he belongs in Oz. And then his head stretches far up to the <laughs> sky into a weird, long, wrinkly point. Um, uh, always dressed... Uh, I wouldn't say he's always dressed like a typical Jedi. I mean, he keeps in the color schemes. But I'm looking at this one shot from Revenge of the Sith, and holy moly, it's like he has like a hoodie on. <laughs> Uh, all the way up to the top of his head? No, well, you know, it's like he's got, uh, he doesn't have a robe. Like, uh, he's sitting next to Mace, and Mace has the tunic and then the robe. The, yeah. He's got, like, the reverse. Oh, yeah, he he's does. Got, like, he beige. has a sleeveless hoodie. Yeah, he's got a sleeveless hoodie. Yeah. Weird. Like, yeah, like, he's maybe, I don't know what he's doing. Is he yeah. going to play sports in the fall just in case his head gets cold? And I don't he, know. And he's got, now I'm looking at Attack of the Clones, and I see that little ponytail. Um, and same thing, man. Same thing. He, this is what he likes, I guess. He's got the hoodie. <laughs> He's got the hoodie. I'm going to bring up some other images, though. Yeah. Because now I'm obsessed with it. And, I, and, and this is a character that I, that I like and I've paid attention to, and I just haven't stopped to really pay attention to what he's wearing. Yeah. And there's, there's some great ones. Uh, there's a promo photo with a full lightsaber that is an absolute Zoolander blue steel oh, look yeah. from Kiati Mundi with that lightsaber glowing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he he looks he looks cool. And then whenever uh, uh, somebody says to me, and uh, apologies to any young listeners, yeah. but sometimes people know I'm a Star Wars fan, and they'll say, "Hey, you know, uh, in the, when the Jedi are having the meeting, who's penis head?" <laughs> and I always know that they mean Kiati Mundi. So he looks cool, but yeah. also casual fans will ask you who is penis head. Yeah, so that, that's fair. That is Kiati Mundi's cross to bear, yeah. I guess visually. Yeah. I mean. They're not wrong. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at a lot of the images. Yeah, this is definitely his outfit of choice is this little hoodie. Yeah, he likes Pops that hoodie. Pops up often. Yeah, he's he's never taken that one off. Yeah. It stayed the same. Uh, yeah, bushy eyebrows, bushy beard. Very. Intimidating but kind. Mm. Beautiful, beautiful. All right, uh, what are your emotions about Kiati Mundi, Ken? You know what? I have a lot of uh, positive, warm emotions about Kiati Mundi. Uh, it, it, you, when you s- do what we're doing now and you know break down the design and every little beat of him, he, he's a weird-looking character. It's a weird concept for a character, maybe, but I like it. And I liked it then, and I like it now. And I think his death on Mygito is one of the uh, more emotional deaths in the, in the Star Wars uh, saga, especially Order 66. I just... There's something horrible about it. He's leading the charge, and then the footsteps stop, and he turns around to find that he's uh, he's about to die. And I just, uh, you know, I liked him. And then plus, I, I for some reason, I like Silas Carson, who plays him, uh, who's also new Gunrays, the, the, the pilot the, on the Radiant the, Seven, right? Yeah. And uh, I, I just just something about him that I like. Yeah, I just like Silas. So uh, I, I I've always had an affinity for Kieti Mundi, though I I don't really know why, which is sometimes how it works. 
Yeah, he just, just looks cool. He's just drawn to someone. Just looks cool. Looks thoughtful. He's got two yeah. binary brains, and uh, <laughs> and he uh, uses them, I guess, to uh, deny conflict, mm-hmm. uh, which is fascinating. Uh, I was I thought he looked cool, and I liked that he was one of the more prominent ones who got to talk on the Jedi Council. Yeah, so hungry to just hear and see more Jedi. It was like one of the huge draws of the prequels, Absolutely. right back in the day. And then when his action figure came out, I believe he had a purple lightsaber. For no reason, right? And that was for no spoken reason. And right. George didn't make that firm decision that Greta, that Jedi are green and blue, except for Mace Windu, right? Until Episode Two. So just the fact that he had a purple lightsaber in his action figure was exciting. I remember buying him for a friend whose uh, favorite color was purple. Yeah, because I wanted him to have a purple lightsaber. I forgot that, but you're, yeah. you're right. So you're that right. endeared me to him. And then, yeah, the, I won't repeat everything you said about the. Um, his death, but that's his main picture. If you just Google Kiati Mundi images, the the picture you get is that dawning realization in his eyes on Megito that everything has gone horribly wrong. I've made a huge mistake. Yes, this is not fine. <laughs> <laughs> he is saying. And we'll see how things go for him as he faces a Magna Guard. So with that, let's fight. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago... If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash boast. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Now, as always, we like to decide where and when these battles happen. We go a little wild with canon, but I like to have these battles happen before a character dies. Now, we could go crazy, mm-hmm. and we could say that we didn't witness his actual death, right? and he maybe survived for a little while longer, mm. or we could set it uh, in the thick of the Clone Wars. Is anything speaking to you, Ken? I, there's something to me that's interesting about, hey, maybe he survived, maybe he played possum a little bit. And stayed alive in the force and is still on Megito trying to get back, get back to the cause. Get back to the fight. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and some of that, I, I, I don't, yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, it doesn't have to be on Megito, Megito, but you know what I mean? Where like, if we were to put it in the Clone Wars, I think we know too much. Yeah. What's kind of, yeah, let's, uh, let's expand the possibilities. Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, let, let's, uh, I like this, that, um. Mm-hmm. Because he gets shot, I could freeze frame encounter. He gets shot several times. He does, but he's got that awesome hoodie. We don't know what it's made of. He never takes it off for some reason. Yep. So our our imaginations could go wild. Could have some of that Frodo Elven chainmail. <laughs> yes, I think he has developed yeah. Syrian chainmail mm-hmm. mm-hmm. from his home home world of Syria, not that Syria, Syria, uh, and he's just playing dead. And I, I like the idea that he rolls. He waits until mm-hmm. a clone trooper kicks him to see if he's okay. dead, right? Yeah. And he does just this great impression of a dead body. He does a, a total dead body, like, oh, whoops, and he rolls. Ooh. Yeah. He rolls right off that bridge they're on. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? Because they're on a bridge. They're on a bridge. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he rolls right off the bridge, and the clone mm-hmm. trooper's like, whoops, whoops. Yeah. But there, I feel like. Uh, he was dead anyway. Yeah. Move along. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, so I think he has fallen, fallen, fallen. What's happening to him is, he, is he's falling. Is he, uh, how cognizant with his two oh, brains is he of yeah, what's happening? Well, that's a great point. I don't know the science of this here, but uh, the first brain is almost offline. Yeah, oh, this is great. The second brain starts kicking in. Yes, because, I mean, I know they're both in his head, but there right. are, like, birds and dinosaurs yeah. have the, the ganglia, the butt yeah. brain. Uh, uh, you know, this it's is a backup. That's why chickens sometimes keep running. Yeah. So maybe, maybe his uh, his backup brain, his his uh, ganglia is yeah. like, you got to survive. You got to survive. Says Kieti Mundi's ganglia. It's his external hard drive. It's, <laughs> it's plugging in here. Exactly. Um, yeah. So does he does he just uh, does he use the force to stop his fall on instinct, or does he just hit the water or whatever's down there. He, you know, this is, you know, this is why Mace did die. He didn't stay alive because of power. He died because he didn't have two brains. Uh, Kieti <laughs> Mundi, the second brain kicks in and he's able to what we now know we call force sail. 
Uh, it's, it's, uh, he holds out his arms, he takes that hoodie and kind of expands it and controls the wind, the energy as best he can. Oh, it's he not to the wind. He's not flying. No. All right, but it, uh, it's kind of like, you know, Douglas Adams says, if you want to fly, just throw yourself at the ground and miss. He has missed. He's missed the ground. And so now he's kind of doing a force sail down, a force float down. I'm trying to remember my Guido from the original Battlefront 2. I think there's some levels to it. I think there's some levels. <laughs> okay, to it. yeah. And it looks, it's a little frosty, right? I think there's some frosty. Snow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I think there's like a frozen river down there. Ooh, I love that. Yeah. And I think he, oh, he just skims the ice, but the, the, uh, the wind, his ganglia's call to the force, to the wind, yeah. the power of his hoodie, he sails up, 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 up. And I think he's starting to come to in the, in the air and he's saying like this. Uh, can't be. There has to be an accident. Maybe well, that wasn't the clones. The clones wouldn't do that. Perhaps it was some troopers, some droids, some battle droids behind them. But what about the confusion of the droids? <laughs> exactly. And he's thinking about this like, no, no, no. I'm yeah. just tired. I, I'm seeing things. And as he is zipping along, he's lost in thought. Yeah. And he just slams cranium first into a Magna Guard. Oh, on the ice. On the ice. Yeah. Was the Magna Guard, I think the Magna Guard was displaced from the battle as well? I think so as well. There's another battle up on that bridge. Right, right. The, the Magna Guard is a, a little beat up, a little scarred. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's one of its little uh, hip legs is out of joint a little bit, <laughs> out of its hip. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But this is, he. He. I have to imagine, excuse me, the tip of his brain yeah. is sensitive. The tip of his big head. And yep. I think he rams it right into the Magna Guard. Oh, oh, oh but what about the tip of my brain? <laughs> and the Magna Guard wheels around and is a little dazed. If you're like, wake up a dog from a deep sleep, yeah. it takes a two seconds before they're back to action there. The Magna Guard and Kieta Mundi are both shocked. So they look at each other for a, a, a pregnant pause, a, a, a tense beat. And that's when they both swing into action. Yep. Lightsaber out, electro staff going. But Caddy Money kind of does kind of like a halt. He doesn't want to fight. Yeah. The Magna Guard might have a different idea. Yes, I like that. I think he says, wait, let's just wham. He gets cracked. Yep. Right in that big brain. Ooh, not a good uh, day for Caddy's face. No, no. His face is having a hard time. His chest is aching. Yeah. But he gets he gets whacked right in the head with the big old electro staff. I think it's in fact so hard. That he does a flip. Oh, okay. And yeah, and he, I think, lands on his feet, but he's on ice, so I think whoop, his whoop, legs... Whoop, 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 and uh, he basically, he does a thing we'll call the force splits. <laughs> <laughs> All these new force powers today. <laughs> he reaches out to the force to mm. say, let me splay my legs without uh, totally destroying... Those- my body muscles and tendons and all that <laughs> stuff separate it's a lot of, a lot of, he's holding it all together Ooh, and then he uses the force to pull himself yeah. back up so from the outside it looks like an incredibly cool dance move from it a does. music video from about 1989 he <laughs> flipped he did some splits and then he jumped right back up just a random flipping dude in a in a <laughs> jumpsuit um with a hoodie that can't reach the yeah. top of his head you know who else force splits? Uh, uh, Kit Fisto, really good at force splits. Oh, he's too. smiling all the time. He's yeah. got the jazz hands for yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so, no, so what? Now, what is what's going through Kiati's ringing brain? Why was he trying to get the electro, uh, the Magno Guard to stop? Uh, I think he just he he is slightly confused with what's going on, and I think it's just his Jedi instincts of not 
his personal Jedi instincts of not believing the danger in front of him is always there. You know, maybe, hey, it's, 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 you look for another way. That's not bad. But the fight often comes to you. And I think you learned that, that, that lesson there. That's why that was the delay. Okay. Something's going on here. Yeah. Okay. I think the Magna Guard sees something is up. He sees that uh, mm-hmm. this Jedi is uh, wounded and confused. And I think Magna Guards have pride. They're oh, yeah. built with the mission. You see to, that cape? Yeah. To kill yeah. Jedi. And that's, yeah, their capes get taken away if they don't harm Jedis. That's this Magna Guard is <laughs> fighting for his honor. So I think the Magna Guard mm-hmm. is a little confused, like, uh, all Jedi are supposed to be dead by the hands of the clones. I will finish what the incompetent clones could not. Can Kiati hear that? Or is that yeah. The, okay? Yeah, he said it out loud, loud Got and it. proud. So Kiati has now had it <laughs> confirmed mm-hmm. by the Magna Guard. <laughs> is Kiati going to listen? Yeah. So I think the Magna Guard says that. And he's doing his spin and Staff. he's advancing. He spins, uh, he's advancing, uh, it's like Lisa and Bart fighting. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, um, Kiati springs into action, and he tries to do a force push. Mm. Um, and he's not at full strength. It's, 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 so what happens is he pushes, and the cape just flows, but the Magna Guard doesn't. It just looks cool as hell. It looks it's like a it's like a Marilyn Monroe wind <laughs> gust here. The cape goes flying, and that's when uh, the the magna the electro staff the magna guard's electro staff pops Kiety right in the chest, Boom. right in the chest, right in the laser burned. Uh, and I think Kiety Mundy is wrestling with the failure of the Jedi, and I think he says, Ooh. and I think he says out loud like, "No, apparition, be mm. gone." This, I've been, I've been drugged. The Jedi could not have failed this right. much. The Magna Guard cannot actually be defeating me. I'm imagining this. You absolutely are, Kiety. Um, and that's I, the Magna Guard's got an advantage here, man. And so yeah. I think he, I think he, um, uh, what's his? Oh, is he gonna is he gonna toy with uh, Kiety a little bit? Yeah, I was trying. Sorry, I'm just. I want to make sure I get the weapon right. Um, uh, oh, his his. Yeah, that's right. His RPS six rocket launcher. Oh, nice. I don't know where it comes. I don't know if he hand carries it or if, uh, if it comes out of his body somewhere. You know what? We making the rules up here. From that center red circle, <laughs> nice opens up a little <laughs> tube and boom, <laughs> rocket goes at Kiety Mundy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> and I think Kiety Mundy says this is my trial. The path of a Jedi is believing that you don't always have all of the answers and you must ask more questions. I must prove that I am open-minded, that I can question the reality in front of me. I choose not to believe the rocket. Boom. Poor Kiati. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. This hoodie is amazingly strong. It hits him in the chest. He goes absolutely flying, right? <laughs> yes, he does. Oh, <laughs> uh, I just love that he's thinking this is, it's like Jedi continuation school. These are my night club course trials. Uh, I think he goes flying, flying, flying. Mm-hmm. Uh, what does he hit? Uh, he hits a uh, little ice rock, not little, pretty big ice boulder in the middle of the... An ice boulder, uh, okay. On the icy tides there. Does it shatter around him? It cracks. It um, cracks. Oh. He's almost, you'd almost say he's, it cracks, but he's, he's almost embedded in it. Okay, yeah. Yeah, he's there, his legs are kicking, he's like a crab on his back. Yeah. Trying to get out. Yeah, and I think uh, he, he 
he flails, he flails, and suddenly uh, he, his legs get free, and he finds his long, sometimes dangerously long head is stuck. <laughs> it's wedged in this ice boulder. Yeah. And he, he hears a horrifying sound, which he thinks is a, a Magna Guard laughing. And the Magna Guard, it's got that uh, broken hip. Across the ice, slowly walking over and <laughs> kill Jedi. It's like that PE coach we all had. <laughs> yeah, he's about to give the uh, yeah. whole presidential medal of honor, whatever fitness test. <laughs> Good job on your push-ups. That's right. Uh, you can mm-hmm. climb that rope in gym class, yeah. Kitty Mundy. Uh, but I think as this specter of death approaches, saying, earn my cape, earn my cape, the the frost, the actual coldness mm-hmm. on his brain pan begins to to truly wake Caddy Mundy yeah. from his pain, his stupor, his denial. I think something about this picture coalesces and he, he sees reality. Mm-hmm. What does he say, Ken? I've been wrong this whole time. <laughs> the fight is here. And he leaps like we're talking... Prequel Jedi leaps. Oh yeah, at uh, like Anakin on Mustafar leaps. yanks his head out of the ice boulder. Yanks his head out of the ice. A lot of thrust behind him, and lightsaber comes swinging down, gunk, and takes the uncovered uh, arm of the uncape covered arm of the Magna Guard clean off. Just cleans it right off. Shing-gong. All right, was that the arm holding the Electro Staff? No, no. But the other arm's flopping on the ground. Okay, nice, like a nice big fish. Yeah. Oh, I like that a lot. Uh, and uh, I think the the Magna Guard is taken by surprise. Mm-hmm. And I think he uh, demonstrates that by saying, what? Uh, but <laughs> the Magna Guard won't stop, in fact. He no. says, what? Then he says, can't stop, won't stop. Uh, and he swings the Electro Staff. And right. I think there's just a, there's a, a dance. This is Keati Money. is back at full power, right? Yes. And he's anticipating every move. He's blocking every blow. Yeah. Uh, and I think... Uh, I think he manages to do a, a, like a twirl, okay. like the Jedi do, and throw that Electro Staff out of the Magna oh, Guards. Yeah, good. Like, one remaining hand, right? Gotcha. Vader on uh, Bespin uh, taking yeah. the blade out of. Like, yeah, but great move. <laughs> great move. <laughs> and I think Yeti Mundi says, "Ha ha!" And the Magna, the the Electro Staff is flying. Yep. And Yeti has you just did it. Yeti's like, "Ha ha!" That's when the precision dart. Oh no! Into the side of his neck. The precision laser dart. Precision laser dart. (laughs) What do you think a precision laser dart does to the neck flesh of a Syrian? It goes right to the nervous system, but it doesn't affect you in that way. Uh, It it, like it doesn't. It's not necessarily fatal, but what it does is it really, really causes your anxiety levels to rise. (laughs) It hits. You know, it might have. It might be different if it hit Anakin. Yeah. But on him, it really just goes right to his central nervous system. Okay, so it's just—it's like electrifying him with anxiety. Yeah, and I think it all starts to pour out of him. He is connecting dots. He's got those two brains to work with. He's like, I've been wrong about so many things. What? What about? What about the chosen one prophecy? Well, we should have talked about that more. But we knew there was a Sith somewhere, and we looked, but we could have looked harder. Dooku was not a political idealist. (laughs) He killed a lot of people. 
Uh, yeah, so he's just processing away, and he uh, is dazed as the Magnet Guard totally closes the gap, mm-hmm. and the Magnet Guard says, earn my cape, and he, with his uh, remaining arm, mm-hmm. whirls that cape around Kiati Mundi's face right. and, ju- and pulls him down to the ground, I think gets one of his legs around mm-hmm. Kiati like like a wrestling pose. Yeah, you know, uh, Kiati's lightsaber hand is is free but can't quite reach, yep. and he's he's trying to choke Kiati Mundi, yep. smother him with his with the Magna Guard cape. Absolutely, it's a it's a good old sleeper hold almost, so to speak here. Uh, and Kiati starts fading away. Yeah, he's fading away. Uh, the joy to. I should have, Anakin should have been on the council. <laughs> I should have made him a ma- rank of master. Very rude to him as a child. I, Ahsoka should have been treated better. And he starts fading away. He is fading. Yeah. He is fading. And this is when, strangely, mm-hmm. he does have an actual vision through the Force. Yeah. And he sees young, pompous, ready for action, Kiati Mundi. Oh, yeah. Like back when he was a, a Padawan yep. and eager for action mm-hmm. and adventure. He sees his young self. Young still self. wearing that same hoodie. S- same hoodie. It's crisper, cleaner. Yeah. Fewer bumps on his head. And bumps come with age. That hair. Full head. Full head of hair. Right. He's got, got a Jedi braid. He's not a Padawan in this vision, but he kept the braid. He liked it. Yeah. I mean, we're talking, it's flowing down like Fabio in his golden days. Oh, yeah. It's, it's beautiful. And to see himself... In his youth, at yeah. his height, and young Kiati Mundi says, "What about your dreams? What about your goals for the Jedi Order? What about your spirit to fight?" Do you think this th- does this inspire him? It absolutely inspires him. He finds his inner core. He finds what he. You know, what he really believes in still and how he wasn't duped. He just had a good heart and he was always looking for the bright side, always looking yeah. at the bright side of life. Woo-hoo, woo So he, um, he stands up to fight. Okay, he wrestles out of the cape. Wrestles out of the cape. Uh, and and kick maybe does a kick, gets out of it, breaks the hold. Yeah. And he turns to him and lightsaber comes out and he's like, I am not just fighting for myself now. I am fighting for Kiati Mundi forever. Oh, nice, nice. And I think he starts slashing. Slashing, slashing. Like, slashing like crazy. Slashing like crazy. But the he's deeply wounded. He and even with the force as his ally, he's not as fast as he wants to be. The Magnet Guard is dodging. The Magnet Guard's getting in random blows, hitting him in the head, in the right. gut, in the legs. His legs are really hurting from those splits. Uh, and he but he is determined. He will not stop fighting. Right. I think this is a good place to pause in our combat and decide who we believe would win, who we want to win. It's so hard to root against a Jedi. It, it really, really is. is. And I think I love the self-discovery journey that Kiati's been on in this fight. I think every fight teaches you something about these characters. And I like the Magna Guard. And I don't I think the Magna Guard's just doing his job, but you know, his job's not necessarily right. So I am gonna make the tough decision. Oh, I, I think Kiati's gonna win. I think he's got to win. I don't know. Were you I, just going to say the opposite? I was. Yeah. I was because it just, but 
Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm leaning towards Kiati living, but or at least winning. Yeah. I, I think Kiati Mundi should win this fight, mm-hmm. but not live to fight another day. That's what I was thinking. Okay. That feels yeah, right. That's, 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 right. What I, that's what I want. One final symbolic yes. victory for this noble Jedi. Yes. But, but still, like the Emperor says, he will have to pay for his lack of vision. Yeah. I like that. That's, yeah. that's where my heart's yeah. going. Yeah. Uh, I love these stories uh, of the Jedi are amazingly powerful, but they do have limitations, and the Magna Gardens are designed to push them to the edge of their limitations. Absolutely. And he did get shot and fall off a bridge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's had his head whacked yeah. many times, lodged in an ice yeah, boulder, all sorts of painful things. Precision laser dart in his neck. Yeah. So uh, I think uh, that the Magna Guard is so determined, so mm-hmm. determined, to make sure that he gets his cape, that he just keeps plowing away, and in fact he manages to get a grip on Caddy Mundy's lightsaber mm. hand, okay. and I think he does it with his one remaining arm. A painful twist, maybe even breaks Caddy Mundy's arm, crack, and the lightsaber uh, falls out of it and goes skittering across the ice. Okay, and I think uh, the Magna Guard. Uh, Grab, let's go of the arm and grabs Kiati Mundi, uh, not even by the neck, actually by his head. Oh, yeah. And just starts squeezing his temple <laughs> and laughing. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, no. No lightsaber, too weak to use the force. Ha, 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 ha. And I, I have an idea of, of what Kiati Mundi does. I'm we'll, following we'll you. We'll see, see if it pays off. Yeah. I think Jedi are resourceful. Mm-hmm. Kiati Mundi's greatest power is asking himself, what about other things, right? Right. So I think he looks around, and he says, "What about the air? Yeah. What about the ice? What about oh, what about that arm I cut off?" Yes, he sees it. Yes, and he calls yes. out with the force, and he throws that arm mm-hmm. into the open hole where the precision, where, where the, the rocket, rocket where, where the, the rocket, rocket came, came from. Yep, and he just drives the yep. Magna Guard's own fist into <laughs> his gut, his into open. His gut. Rocket hole, if you yes. will. Yes. What do you think happens next? Well, what I think happens next is um, the droid starts to it starts to die. Now the the fist is inside there, and it's just causing problems. Um, with the Force, Kieti Mundi does something that not maybe recommended for a lot of Jedi. Reaches into the droid's brain, which is very difficult, but he's inside the chips. He's inside the processing chips. Oh yeah. As the droid's eyes start to fade away, uh, you know, because he's still, Caddy's still being choked here. His head's still being squished, right? Uh, His head starts to, it starts to squish, popping like a grape almost. Oh, yeah. Caddy Money might know the end is near. He reaches in with the force and sets off, there's two rockets in there. (laughs) He launches the rocket, but it hits the hand. And it explodes. Oh, no. Killing the Magna Guard, destroying him instantly in pieces. Shatters apart. Yep. It's like the tank in, in Last Crusade. Uh, you guys just put a little rocket in that turret. And, and then... The rock goes in there. So the rocket explodes, the Magna Guards explodes, and then Kiati is... Oh, he is sent flying, yeah. flying, and he is... Floating through the air, spinning, like wondering, like how high can this possibly be? And, and flying he's again, 
trying to just stay conscious and picture himself, and he senses, he senses land near him. He reaches out, so wounded, his eyes blinking, the light from that explosion has blinded him, but he senses the land, and and he reaches towards it, he pulls it, he uses the force to cushion the blow, and he lands somehow in totally cool superhero Jedi pose, (laughs) uh, fist down, one knee down, and he rises. It's like, the Jedi will live to fight. And he's landed back on the bridge with the clones. <laughs> and they open fire. Right back where he started. Right back that where look, he started. That look on his face. That look on his face. I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> what about I've made a huge mistake? A valiant effort by one of the coolest Jedi. Yes. Kiati Mundi. He won the fight, but he could not live to fight another day. If you're gonna go out, go out like that. Yeah, I think that is our fight. Did you? Ha- do you have any other? Uh, no, no, uh, no, no. no. I, I, no I, yeah, as far as the, the credits do fade away, fade back up, and and uh, General Grievous, uh, who is uh, uh, not alive at this point. No, he's dead. He's yeah. dead. Yeah, so it wouldn't be him. Yeah, uh, but some other Magna Guards. Yeah, and they find the the body of this Magna Guard, and they. Take his cape and they lay it over him. He's like, <laughs> he earned his cape. <laughs> he earned his cape, which will now, I think, continue on databank brawl as a way to really pay high compliment to somebody we kill. He earned his cape. They didn't live, but they earned their cape. That was great. It's always fun to get a Jedi in there with a real uh, someone to fight, and we can invent great new force abilities. We've got force glide. We got force splits. We can do it all with the force. Uh, Ken, where can people find you? Hey, you can find me at Ken Napsack across all social media platforms. That includes my motivations with Ken uh, stuff on YouTube and Anchor. Excellent. And if you have characters that you want to see fight, you can always let us know. Use the hashtag databankbrawl on Twitter. We always like to thank Tony Thaxton for our theme music. You can check out his Patreon at patreon.com slash cloudcitysoundtrack. You can check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash forcecenter. Of course, please do go check out that animated databank brawl on our YouTube channel. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram is at Joseph Scrimshaw and check out my albums, podcasts, and shows on my website at josephscrimshaw.com. You can like Force Center on Facebook and follow us on Twitter is at Force Center Pod. And until next time, as Luke Skywalker once said, well, no one was really listening to him. I care. That's it for Databank Brawl.